When a woman finally learns that pleasing the world is impossible, she becomes free to learn how to please herself. Glennon Doyle. Hello everyone and welcome back to Prattle and Pages. I hope that you're doing okay. It has been a little while between recording the last episode and recording this episode because I began to second guess myself and I got busy. Cinderella began rehearsals um, so I just didn't post these uh, these last three episodes. So here we are. I feel like I've forgotten how to do this but I'm going to give it my best shot and see what happens. This week we are talking about Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Untamed, Stop Pleasing, Start Living is the full title of the book. And I was recommended this book by my sister-in-law, Giovanna Fletcher. Um, I think I was living with her um, at the time that I saw this book. I was staying with them whilst my house was being renovated. <laughs> Much to their delight, it took seven months instead of the ten weeks we were promised. So they ended up putting up with me and and Oliver for quite a while. But yes, this book, Untamed, I knew as soon as Giovanna started telling me about it that I would love it. Um, it's non-fiction, um, the first non-fiction book that we will be talking about on Prattle and Pages podcast, and it's all about Glennon Doyle and a few awakenings that she had within her life and lots of messages and realisations that she had during this turbulent portion of her life um, in which she was divorcing her husband after finding out that he had been unfaithful. She had kids at the time that were old enough to kind of know what was going on and um, had to break the news to them. And then she fell in love with a woman, which was the last thing that she expected to happen. But whilst the book sounds and when you're reading it feels quite personal, there is so much in the book that you already know, but just needed to read, you just needed to be reminded, or you needed someone as eloquent and coherent as Glennon Doyle to be able to put it in the right words, put the words in the right configuration to explain to you exactly what you needed to hear, exactly when you needed to hear it. At the beginning of this year, whilst we were still in the middle of yet another fabulous lockdown, I started a book club with a few theatrical female friends and this was one of our book club picks and it was probably the longest Zoom meeting that we had. We just couldn't stop talking about the book and all of the lessons that it taught us and all of the lessons that we already knew but just needed Glennon Doyle to write down in such a brilliant way for the lesson to actually sink in and how this idea of pleasing people is so attached to actors or people in entertainment industries because it is literally our job to please people, to entertain people, to have people come to the theatre and watch us and leave feeling happy or hopeful or inspired and entertained and how so often we take that mentality home with us. We take this mentality of wanting to please people and entertain people and help people and soothe people and we apply it to our own lives. We think that it's more important to please other people than it is to please ourselves, which means we say yes to everything before we've even figured out if we 
are capable or have the headspace or the capacity, the emotional and physical capacity to carry out all of these tasks. But because we don't want to disappoint people, we say yes and we'll figure out how to do it, even if that's to our own disadvantage, to the detriment of our own physical and mental, emotional and in the case of musical theatre performers, vocal health. It doesn't matter. We will still figure out how to do it. At least that's how I and my friends within this book club felt. And I've had similar conversations with many other actors. So I think it might be the trait of entertainers um, to want to please people all of the time, whether that's on stage or off, which is why this book resonated with all of us so, so very, very much. Living in the spotlight, um, whether that's on social media and you've got lots of followers, even, and I say lots of followers, I don't mean like millions of followers, even if you've just got a few hundred, that's still hundreds of people watching what you do that wouldn't be watching what you do if social media didn't exist. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, I definitely have um, in videos and maybe on other people's podcasts when I've been a guest as well. It is so bizarre that we just accept that strangers can have an insight and not just an insight but an opinion that affects us on very personal things that we do, what we eat, the way we dress, the way that we interact with people. We just accept that strangers are allowed to and are entitled to these opinions. And the more I think about it, the more bizarre that is to me, that concept. Because before social media, that was weird. That was not a thing that we would allow to happen. If a stranger walked up to you and told you that the dress you were wearing wasn't to their taste, you'd stick a finger up and tell them where to shove it. <laughs> we wouldn't just go, oh, do you really think so? Or maybe I should have worn something different today. Or where do you think I should shop for my neck? Like, that just would not happen. It wouldn't happen now in real life. Yet when it happens online, we just allow it to happen. And we have become accustomed to pleasing people en masse before we please ourselves. We prioritise other people before we prioritise our own opinions and how we feel. Because um, some people have this knack of being able to do things and even when people give them their unprecedented opinions, they're able just to say, eh, whatever, I'm sticking to my guns and what I feel is right. This is something that I'm very jealous of other people for having learnt and applied to their own lives. And Glennon Doyle is so aware of this concept that we let strangers into places that they shouldn't be. She writes right at the beginning of the book um, when she's found out that her husband has repeatedly been unfaithful. She says, finally, I turned to the World Wide Web to see if an invisible conglomeration of strangers, trolls and bots knew what I should do with my one wild and precious life. And it sounds so bizarre when you put it that way, that you turn to complete strangers on the internet who you don't know. You don't know if they're experts on whatever it is that you might be looking up. You don't know if they have more knowledge than you do about certain aspects of, of life. And even just the notion that they'd have more knowledge on your own life than you do, the one person who is living your life. It's just so strange. And yet we just accept it and we go with it. And when people message us with advice we never wanted and didn't ask for, 
we let it get to us and it is weird it's very weird something else that glennon doyle um pinpointed that i had never thought of before and yet i could see the truth in it Im immediately is um she's describing the difference between her kids she's got a son and uh, and young daughters and um they've got friends over and when she pokes her head in whilst they're all watching a film she asks anybody hungry and the boys immediately say yes but then she watches the girls not answer and look around the room and scan the faces of all of the other girls to figure out whether they are hungry they are looking at other people to figure out whether they are hungry <laughs> it's wild and and yet i do it I do the same thing. If someone offers the room a cup of tea, anybody want a cup of tea? Even if I know I would love a cup of tea, I wait for somebody else to answer first. I wait to see if it is acceptable for me to want a cup of tea. I will take my cue from somebody else. If someone else says that they are making a cup of tea, then I go, oh, okay, cups of tea are now being made and now I can have one. The offer of tea wasn't enough. <laughs> the fact that someone asked me if I wanted a cup of tea, and that should have been the cue that I can have a cup of tea if I would like one. No, no, I have to wait to see if other people are having tea before I myself am allowed tea, even if I want a cup of tea. It's so bizarre. And I got it. I got it completely when Glennon was writing about this. And she writes, the boys looked inside themselves, the girls looked outside themselves. And I don't know if that's a gender thing, but it's definitely something that I do. I look outside myself when I'm asked questions like that. I look at the faces of other people and let the consensus decide what I'm going to do. I don't just decide based on what I want or how I feel. I have to wait to see what the consensus is <laughs> before I can make a decision. And this is the beauty of books like Untamed. Um, where these are things that you are sort of on the cusp of realising and then the book tips you over the edge into realisation and it's a wonderful moment. It's a really wonderful moment. Something I did learn on my own, or actually with the help of counselling, um, I went through a slightly rough patch in uh, 2019, just before the world went through a rough patch. <laughs> um, and I decided to turn to uh, a counsellor for some guidance and some help. And part of, or the main issue I was struggling with is my constant need to please people and to listen to people, listen to people who know less about myself than I do. And one of the things that I was struggling with the most is that some people have genuine, valid, correct criticism about me and the way that I handle life and the way that I handle certain situations. But the problem is, is that as soon as you open the door to that portion of respectful, brilliant, insightful criticism, you open the door to all of it, to all of the trolls, to all of the negativity, to the hate, to the abuse, to the random weird men that send you unsolicited pictures of their weirdly shaped genitalia. <laughs> you have to take on all of it in order to get those nuggets of gold. And my dilemma was, is that 
necessary? Do I have to open the door at all? Or am I able to close that door, to close those avenues, to close off the the channels and the accessibility that I have left open for years since the dawn of my time on social media? Am I able to close that door? Is that allowed? Am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to just rely on my friends and my family and my chosen inner circle of people to be honest with me and to give me honest criticism and to tell me when I'm being a bit of a dick? Can I just rely on those people? Or is the fact that I have chosen this job that is in the spotlight and does have people watching from every angle, does that mean I have to take on board any and all criticism, any and all praise? Does it mean I have to listen to everything? These are the questions that I had for my counsellor and turns out the answer is I can do whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) It's my life and I can do whatever I want with my life and I can listen and take on board whatever I want. It doesn't have anything to do with anything other than myself. The answer that I felt was right for me was, yeah, for a while I needed to close off those channels. I needed to be less accessible for a while, especially whilst I felt unsteady. I needed to rebuild. I needed to knock down and then repurpose my boundaries in a completely different place, further away from home, um, so that people I don't know were a little further away and a little less close to my private thoughts and feelings and space. Um, But once I was feeling ready and less vulnerable and less fragile, I could begin to open certain channels again. However, a thing that I've learned about boundaries from my wonderful friend, Michelle Ellman, whilst I'm here, I will also recommend her new book, How to Be Selfish. Um, which is brilliant, and she's brilliant, and she's wonderful on social media. Scarred, not scared, you should all go follow her. You can build a boundary and take it down as many times as you want. You know, sometimes you can say, today I am a completely private person and I'm not telling anyone anything. Tomorrow, you could be an oversharer. That is your prerogative. That is your right as a human being. You are allowed to build boundaries wherever you want and you are allowed to take down boundaries whenever you want. That is something that I've learned in the last couple years which has helped me immensely. I don't think I'm perfect (laughs) at building boundaries and telling people no. Um, This is something, this is a a recurring lesson that I think I'm going to have to keep teaching myself and enforcing upon myself. But I have that knowledge now and I have that sense of self-empowerment now that I never used to have. And it got to a point where I was so overwhelmed by it that I was having like monthly meltdowns. Every couple weeks I would just find myself sobbing for no reason. And it's gross and grim and it's a horrible dark place to be in. But another lesson that I learned actually this time from the Adams Family, the Adams Family musical, there's a song called Move Towards the Darkness and it's all about how you have to feel your feelings. Sometimes the only way is through. The more you suppress your feelings or ignore your feelings, it doesn't mean that they're going away, it means they're just waiting for another time. 
and the more you push them under the carpet, the bigger that that bulge under the carpet is going to get. And when you finally have to face your feelings, you're not just facing the one feeling or the one situation that was difficult. You're facing all of them all at once. So you are just so much better off feeling your feelings, going through the darkness, moving towards that darkness while it is there and coming out stronger and coming out to a sunnier day. And also remembering that the darkness doesn't last forever. That is something I learned from the Adams family. Who knew that the Adams family could be so deep <laughs> and so full of good advice? But anyway, Untamed is a great book, um, filled with great advice. There were parts of it that weren't for me. There were parts of it that I felt just I didn't relate to or didn't resonate with me. Um, there was a lot of religious stuff in there that I, I'm not religious at all. Um, so, you know, I just, you know, read it and enjoyed it and was happy for Glennon Doyle going on the journeys and the discoveries that she had to make where that was concerned. But I just, you know, that's just not the thing that I was going to take away from the book. Um, but there was so much in there that really did hit home and that really did make me sort of put the book down for a second and just want to take it all in. So for my five star rating, do I like the cover? Again, for those of you that don't know what the cover looks like. I cannot show you, but I trust you all to do your own Googling. The cover is beautiful. It's this gorgeous purple, pink, red, blue, swirly stuff. It's great. It's beautiful. I think it's a great cover. So yes, a star for the cover. Do I like the writing style? Gorgeous short chapters, really insightful. Um, I think very well edited as well. Um, so yes, writing style, big star for that. Did I relate to the characters? Obviously, this is more of a a star for the fictional books, but I think Glennon Doyle is a phenomenal writer. Um, again, has some amazing things to say and does it with grace and sincerity and honesty, which I think is all you can really hope from books like this. Um, did it make me feel something? Yes. Again, I came away thinking about this book. I must have read this book at least four or five months ago now, and I'm still thinking about it. I think it's, um, it's one of those books that you're going to need a highlighter with you when you're reading it, or at least a pen or something. It's going to be one of those books that you want to scribble and scrawl in. Um, so yes, it made me feel a lot of things, positive and negative, about the way I'm handling my life right now. <laughs> And finally, would I recommend? Yes, of course I would, because I'm making a whole podcast about it. So yeah, there you go. I hope you enjoy it if you do pick it up.